I never felt like this before Yes, I swear It's a truth Welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not, and whether we like it anymore or not. And I'm Andrew, and my co-host is... The co-host with the mo-host, and this is a co-host you don't want to put in a corner. <laughs> and her name is... Liza. Liza. Who's sitting in a corner. Uh, well, I, uh, nobody put her there. She put herself uh, herself in the corner. Because <laughs> she, she's a grown-ass woman. She's a grown-ass woman. She can put herself in the corner. She won't. <laughs> uh, Liza, how are you? I'm great. Great. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Are you having the time of your life? I'm having the time of my life. The time of my life. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you can tell from the name of the episode in which you're listening to, listeners, or the song at the up top. But the thing we are talking about today is a little movie called Dirty Dancing. And no, not Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. We're talking about we Dirty the Dancing. The original. The orge. Dirty. Mm-hmm. So, Liza. <laughs> the Dirty Dirty. The original Dirty is the original, my new band name. <laughs> the original Dirty. <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. It really, it really yeah. captures Thanks. what people feel about you. Yes. <laughs> um dirty dancing yeah what happened so that's one of yours right yeah it's one of mine uh the movie i've seen twice now and only within the last two years what you in high school in the last two years uh i did just graduate yesterday so thank you so much for noticing what a youthful little baby (sighs) oh my god just like baby francis mm -hmm. i get mistaken for high school all the time (laughs) oh shut up oh shut up (laughs) um why why dirty dancing yeah what well sorry to bring it to you all but i was big dd fan no way oh my god you gotta be kidding me we did not call it dd back then i'm only calling it dd now what'd you call back then the dirt (laughs) the dirt (laughs) (laughs) guys this weekend, the dirt, <laughs> the dirt deep, the dirt deep. <laughs> yes. No, um, they're dirty dancing. It's just dirty dancing. There's no the. It's not the. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's just dd yeah. straight up. Or it um, could be duh dirty dancing. D d d. If it were made today, if only. <laughs> if only. Who would it be with today? Today? If it was to be remade? Mm, remade? The, I think Channing Tatum mm. in the Patrick Swayze role. I'm the same. And who would be in the Jennifer Grey role? It's got to be somebody who's like good at playing kind of like a little bit Youthful, of a square. yeah. But also like Naive. can come out of her shell. Yeah. Hmm. Or she's all that kind of girl. Um, so just Rachel Lee Cook? Who? The, star, the girl from She's All That? No. <laughs> I guess, but we said now. Hmm? Rachel Lee Cook could do it now. Mm. I guess she's older than Channing Tatum, but who cares? Yeah, why not? Maybe she can't dance. I don't know. I, I don't Jennifer Grey can't really dance either. Also, Channing Tatum did his own version of Dirty Dancing, That's and it true. was called Honey, right? What? Or- Honey was the Jessica Alba movie. Oh. Ooh, it would be great with Jessica Alba. Oh. I think she's also like... She's too like... Pow! 
to be but like a, a if quiet we're, little if we're, nerd. Yeah, though. I think like in Dirty Dancing, so Jennifer Grey plays a 17-year-old. Mm, mm-hmm. Like Jennifer, or not Jennifer, um, Jessica Alba looks fantastic. But not 17. But she's not 17. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know who would be a good equivalent these days. Um, ooh, what's her face? Um, from Handmaid's Tale, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. Well, she could be good. Right. I kind of like that. Mm. Let's get it made. Channing Tatum Channing and Elizabeth Tatum Moss is, yeah. in the oh, new yeah. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Okay. Not Havana Nights. Not Havana Nights. Just regular nights. Although maybe they can play that uh, <laughs> Havana Unana song in the movie. Sure. And that'll be a little call, a little wink to Havana Nights. Oh. A little, a little, little dribble. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. The, all the Havana, there. The Havana Nights heads are going to scream in the theaters when they get that like acknowledgement that like the movie we like, they mentioned it. They said Havana. Havana mm. Night Heads is the Night Heads. Yeah. Crazy. The Havana Night Owls. Oh no. Anyways, Dirty Dancing. Dirty so, Dancing, the original. The original. I really liked it in high school. I, um, did somebody introduce it to it. you or did you find it and like introduce it to your friends? Oh, you know, I believe I'm I the don't one know, so I who, the question. <laughs> who introduced it to my friends. I don't recall the moment that I met in a room with Dirty Dancing for the first time. So like it was not like a blind date with Dirty Dancing or, or, or like, like um, we locked eyes or mm-hmm, anything. Not right. that kind of moment. Yeah. And therefore, I do not remember mm. how I came about this movie. That's okay. But loved it. Uh-huh. Watched it a lot over and over again uh, with friend. And I would like quote it a lot and quote it while watching it. You know, that thing that what's a quote? What's a what's a typical quote that you would have thrown out in everyday life when you weren't watching the movie? As oh, like a everyday as a use. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think there's like funny things that the sisters, the sister and the moms say. Uh-huh. They're like so dumb. The mom like played by delightful. Kelly Bishop. Yeah. AKA the queen. The queen. The queen. Gilmore queen. The Gilmore queen. <laughs> um, I, I can't, I don't have a good answer for you right now. That's okay. But it was, um, quite fun at the time uh-huh i can see it i can picture the fun happening yeah it was um and then the soundtrack is amazing soundtrack genuinely rules yeah and like we, so when we're watching the movie you know of course you hear hungry eyes which is mm-hmm. a great song and mm-hmm. you hear time of your life at the end of time of my life time of your life is a green day song time of my life at the end and like i really do like i've had the time of my life yeah it's so good. It mm-hmm. like, you know, the vocals are good. And like, I think it's the part fun. where like, sort of like the, you know, dro- the music drops out and they are just singing mm-hmm. and it swells up again. I love it. Like yeah. I was like, God, this journey. song is good. Mm-hmm. The whole song is a journey. It's cheesy. And if you're Whatever. not into that 80s th- stuff, that that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you are, I don't know how you would not like it. The, the whole yeah. soundtrack. The whole soundtrack is basically mixing the 80s and the 50s Motown, yeah. which is like the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Plus a Patrick Swayze song in the soundtrack. I know. A Patrick Swayze original. Mm-hmm. 
she's like the wind Mm -hmm. into my dream wow that is powerful Um, this movie also has Wayne Knight in it, which we were kind of laughing about. Wayne Knight is Newman in Seinfeld. Yeah. Newman. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a very funny scene that yeah I didn't, you I, called it out. I, I didn't, didn't notice remember. it the first time I saw it, but so Newman Wayne Knight sort of plays the like I guess like the dorky guy in camp. So he's like the PA announcer mm-hmm. also. It, so he like makes the camp announcements in the morning mm-hmm. and there's a part in the movie where he's like bothering this like group of girls like on the beach or something mm-hmm. but you can still hear him on the pa system making an announcement about something later i've it's never a, even put that together but it is the same voice and yeah it doesn't make any fucking sense it's like it's not enough probably when the movie came out wayne knight was not such a like oh i know that voice that they probably either one didn't when they're editing movie were like either didn't notice that he's in the scene and they're yeah. like oh we can't have this or they're like who cares yeah he sounds all, like kid. far enough right. nobody is really pay- but he has just a like very distinct noise. yeah like wheezy laugh that- especially yeah especially <laughs> and, now that he's kind of like known for that yeah for the new main character yeah. that it's like hard to not recognize yeah. him so should we do synopsis yeah i was gonna say why don't you tell us about Dirty Dancing. Okay. Oof. Um, Dirty Dancing, if you don't know, is um, uh, from 1987, but it's portraying a story in the 50s. In 60s. 60s? 63. <sighs> 63. Mm-hmm. Um, it portrays a family of four with two teenage daughters. Um, maybe one, one is 17 and one is maybe already in college or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to like family vacation. It's like camp before f- entire rich families. Yeah. Um, it has a, a pe- only people that have a lot of money and mm-hmm. you spend a week or two maybe in this place where there's like a bunch of little bungalows that you can have for your family. It's near a lake, but they don't really, it's not like beach time or anything. They just like, and there's activities um, offered to them, uh, including uh, dinner parties, games, golfing, and dancing dancing in groups and in dance classes uh-huh. and so to entertain the folks that come on vacation they have staff some of the staff is dancers oh That's my right. gosh you got it the sways man including the most beautifulest like magical entrance a character has ever had in a movie you're talking about him with the sunglasses and the yes at the beginning jack they're uh they the way they introduce patrick Swayze into the movie so you kind of follow this family first uh jennifer gray's family baby's family um arriving at the uh camp fire camp place uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know what it's called the country club i don't know I th- I, it's I, like I, the country club mixed with camp yeah um they arrive and they're at this big like banquet hall like where they have dinners and whatnot and um you see the scene where they're like the staff is prepping for the first dinner where everybody is going to show up um so there's this like staff meeting where they're getting um trained or whatever like prepped and then mid-meeting 
Patrick says he just strolls in with his tight t-shirt, his sunglasses on, even though it's night out, uh-huh. and his That's how cool um, he is. lapel like carrying over a shoulder, not wearing it, uh, with swooped hair, and just strolls in mid-meeting mm-hmm. late with his crew. Like the crew is literally like a band. Like he's got a posse with him yep. of dancers, and he's like. Hey, <laughs> yeah, he rules. And they're like, "Oh my God, Johnny's here! Finally, he's gonna save the day." Johnny is the bad boy. He's a bad boy um, for sure. He wears a lapel, so that's how you know. That's how you know he's a bad boy. <laughs> Lapels all around. Uh, indoor sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Those are your cues. Yeah. Um. So singing, she's like the wind. Also, bad boy behavior. <laughs> He um basically the whole story is about baby falling in love with Johnny Patrick Swayze's character over the fact that they um have to learn this dance together to cover for the um the basically Johnny's regular partner penny who the two of them teach people how to dance they perform throughout the vacation they perform in other hotels they're like the hot shot deal um and they're hot both of them Mm -hmm. um penny you found out you find out mid movie she um is pregnant from someone named robbie who's a server at dick bag uh-huh um and she can't really afford to be a mom or have a child or um and also doesn't want a baby at the time uh and panics and um decides to have an abortion through some doctor they hear about uh-huh. that is coming in town you have to remember that it's 1963, so abortion is not legal in the United States. It's not legal for another seven years. Um, so the movie, it being made in the 80s, is being like a rom-com but with like some historical drama. Like, ooh, she's going to get an abortion when she, that's illegal. Um, and also just a general taboo. Uh, even if now that it is legal, it is still like a serious conversation mm-hmm. um, in movies and out there in the world. Anyway, so she can't make a performance because she's getting an abortion and is also pregnant. Yeah. And so they ask baby to learn to dance from scratch for this performance. <laughs> right. You've never like almost she's never, never danced before. Yeah. She... Is, yeah, she's never danced before, like not even in her own bathroom. I sorry, I got very distracted. They did remake Dirty Dancing in 2017. What? It was like it was one of those like, you know how like every year like a channel puts out like a live musical. So like Allison Williams did Peter Pan. Mm. They did a live, um, or I don't know if this was live, but they did a, a TV version of the movie. In 2017, do you want to guess who played? But was it on stage or was it filmed? I think it was filmed. It says a television film. What's the title? It's called Dirty Dancing. Oh, how dare they? Um, I I won't even make you guess because I don't think you would guess this person in a thousand years. 
Abigail Breslin plays. Who's that? She was the little girl in Little Miss Sunshine. She that's, plays. She plays. I mean, baby. she's great, but yeah. that's weird. She. I mean, she's. How old is she now? She's twenty two. So when this movie came out, she would have been twenty. So. Yeah, but, but it's like, not what just a weird. That's weird. Who guess? plays Patrick Swayze? Some uh, a guy who's when you try to click on the Wikipedia link for him, it it's nothing. There's no page for him. Oh, so no, he he doesn't exist. Yeah, his name's Colt Pratt's. Is he fake? I think he's fake. I think he's a robot. Oh no. Um, Deborah created him for the movie, and then they were like, "Okay, we're done." <laughs> Deborah Messing plays the. Uh, 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 oh my God, Emily Penny? Gilmore. No. Uh, Kelly Bishop. She plays the Kelly oh, Bishop role. Weird. Another and, redhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Bruce Greenwood plays the Jerry Orbach character. He was. Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Interesting. I, yeah. What a weird. That's a weird cast. Okay, I'm so sorry to have interrupted you. No, it's okay. That. I'm glad that we found out that there's such garbage in the world. <laughs> that makes me feel. A lot yeah. Better. Now. Yeah. Now I hate the world. <laughs> now I'm down on the world knowing that. A dirty dancing remake. Everything happened. else before it was peachy. Yeah. It, by the way, looks like it was terrible, and most people said it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty bad. Sorry. So let's remake it again. Yes, with our cast: Channing Tatum and Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Yes. I keep wanting to say Elizabeth Banks, but that'd be a comedy. That would be a comedy. Might not be bad as a comedy. No, but is that what we're trying to make? Uh. We gotta if, it's, if it's got Channing Tatum and Elizabeth Banks, it will be funny. Yes. Yeah. But with Elizabeth Moss, it's could more still be of funny. A, she was in Get Into the Greek. I guess, but she's more of a trauma actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to Dirty. Back to the DD. Anyway, I'm just taking forever for the synopsis. Uh, so Jennifer Gray's character, Baby, does learn how to dance. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, falls in love with Johnny Castle. Johnny Castle. Hubba hubba. Right? Ensues very popular, classic, well-known, pop culture-esque mm-hmm. uh, scenes of them dancing of them trying to practice the the pickup hold thing yep. that is known for the by the movie uh-huh. in the water um there's a montage of them just learning all these things and fighting over it and and probably fighting in real life as we as we learned about that they don't like the, each other they very didn't much. really like each other while filming the movie and before filming them this movie um they come back from the performance. They find out that the doctor that they um, hired hired for Penny's procedure um, was a crook. Did it dangerously? So, yeah, it was, yeah. Didn't, I mean, yeah, he didn't have any painkillers or gloves or any. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird, non-descriptive thing. Didn't mm-hmm. go well. Yeah. So, baby has to come and get her dad who happens to be a doctor to help penny and make mm-hmm. sure she's gonna stay alive yeah um and then he wags his finger in her face and says you can't hang out with these street youths no these i'm jerry gangs. orbach from law and order and i forgot my trench coat but you better stay away kid yeah i mean baby um and so ensues some uh, secretive 
lovemaking and some secretive hangout uh-huh. uh, between Jennifer Grey's character and Patrick Swayze from the dad and the family because the dad thinks that, well, the whole clan is, um, the group of dancers is just bad news for his child and also he thinks that Patrick Swayze's character is the one who got Penny pregnant. Yeah. Um and then what? Done the dancing what? some more and then they, they almost a, leave the vacation too early. Yep. They have a big finale set piece where there's this very corny performance going on. Johnny bursts back in, calls uh, after he's ba- been fired. After he'd been fired, mm-hmm. calls baby back on the floor and they famous their, quote. Yeah. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Here we go. Nice. Here we go. And then they start dancing to Unstaged. I've Had Time of My Life. Yep. Which brings me to my theory about this movie oh. that Dirty Dancing takes place in an alternate universe. That is not ours? That is not ours. Why? Because I've Had the Time of My Life was made for the movie Dirty Dancing. Yet they play it in the movie Dirty <laughs> Dancing as they are doing their dance at the end, including knowing the words because he mouths the words to her while they're singing it. How could he do that if the song was created for the movie that has not come out in their world? So in their world, there is no movie Dirty Dancing, but the song I've Had the Time of My Life has come out separately. Therefore, alternate timeline. Oh, wow. So we're watching a science fiction movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's... it's, uh, it's- a little bit for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this movie, yeah, this movie really has something <laughs> for everybody. He does beat the shit out of that douchey guy, the Robbie kid. Yeah, yeah. the Robbie kid. It, so there's there is action. some action. Yeah, romance. There's some mystery with there's the old mystery. people stealing mm-hmm. some yeah. uh, wallets. So there's, there's an old couple who's like wanted in other states for stealing, who's been taking people's wallets. I love so there that is like part. it's so random. There is a mystery element. He beats the shit out of action. The love story. It's a love story and science fiction because and timeline. A period piece for the abortion part. Uh, you're right. It takes place in the 60s, so it is a period piece. Oh my god, this movie has everything. everything. Wow. Um how also, have you not seen it yet? Yeah, if you're listening to you haven't seen it yet. Go to your nearest blockbuster. You literally uh-oh. <laughs> If you live in Bend, Oregon, go to your local blockbuster. Or do you know Alaska it's, or whatever? It's closed. Oh. It's only in Bend, in... Oregon now. Nuh-uh. Yeah. They the... closed the one in Alaska? Yeah. The last remaining one is. Where was the other one? There was three, right? There was one in... Uh, where was it? It was like... Uh, Colorado or no, someplace. No, it was like out of the country. What? The like, most recent one like to close was... Japan or something? I don't think so. A mm. um, little trivia note about I've had the time of my life. Do you... It's the third most popular song played at karaoke no oh it but blank what do you think it is when this is in the uk Weddings. no oh. the uk in the uk this is, i don't know why this is the trivia thing but the film's music has also had a considerable impact the closing song i've had the time of my life has been listed as the third most popular song played at funerals in the uk <laughs> <laughs> British people are dark. That, that is so weird. That's intense. That they that at somebody's funeral you would hear oh. uh, <laughs> time of my life. That is bizarre. I know. Owe it all to you. Britain, y'all weird. 
Britton, get your shit together. Come on. Um, so Liza, we watched it today. Uh-huh. Fresh, like a fresh feeling. Like we just watched it. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the movie today? I feel a lot better than I thought I was going to be. I, I haven't seen it in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I own it, but I, I haven't really. On Blu-ray. It. <laughs> yes, it's very needed to be on Blu-ray. <laughs> Um, I haven't revisited it in a while, but, and so I was a little, in, um, apprehensive sure. that it would be like the writing would be so bad mm-hmm. and it it's not as bad as I hadn't anticipated or feared. Yeah. Granted, I know the movie by heart, so it's <laughs> like, I don't know why. What you're afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are two scenes in the movie that I do not like at all. That so much, even in high school, I hated them that I would oh. fast forward. Wow, I would be like, ah, I hate this, and then just like fast forward the uh-huh. VHS that we had at home. Uh, one of them is uh, the scene. One of the scenes that they're like hanging out slash like they just did it in mid afternoon or whatever. Uh-huh. Not the first time, like the second time or something. And she asks him about like, how many women have you had before? And then it ensues into this conversation about him, like sort of like talking about older women being into him and maybe like, like either buying things for him or providing for him to be with them. Uh, and just like that whole interaction is just so freaking awkward between uh-huh. the two. And as a teenager, I just hated it. Like there was like I didn't understand why I was in it, and it just made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. And not so much that like I don't think it. It's not. I don't recall the 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 content being uncomfortable. Like what he's talking about, like women paying him or like yeah providing for him to be with them like it was more the fact that he's trying he's telling her that as like a brag uh-huh and how she's like oh okay so that you were using them and he's like no they were using me and I, I i'm remember, the victim yeah here. and i just like in high school i was just like this is weird yeah this is a weird conversation anyway so i don't like that scene and I still don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is uh, after he gets accused of steal- stealing the um, wallets uh-huh. and um, baby has to tell uh, the property manager or yeah. whatever, the director that um, she's Johnny's alibi because they were together all night uh-huh. in front of her dad to try to free him from the um, accusations and he still gets fired. And so he comes back and they have this sort of like fight about like, she's like mad that she told, told that very private thing to her dad and everybody's mad at her now. And it didn't do anything because he still got fired. And there's this weird interaction between the two of them where they're just like shouting for no reason. Uh And, or it's just speaking loudly. I don't really understand that scene. And, how he's like he ha- he's telling her she's therefore like down on herself like oh nothing but like everything goes wrong all the time yeah and then he's like no don't you dare talk like that like 
there's just like a lot of these scenes where she's trying to be like forcefully trying to be a broody 17 year old yeah and he's trying to be like he all of a sudden is a man yeah taking care of her and i think like as a teenager i, I don't know that i could see it how i'm seeing it now but it just made me feel uncomfortable sure so there's that uh-huh. um otherwise i still enjoy the soundtrack so much yep. i would i'm listen to it often mm-hmm. i if i will crave it like sometimes i'll be like i feel like listening to these songs right yeah. now um they're great songs to for parties they're great songs to get ready in the morning they're i'm sure they're great songs to work out to uh-huh um the right the the um, acting this time around i thought it seemed not as good as I remember. Okay. Like, if I rem- I never really liked Jennifer Grey's acting, I think. She's not my favorite part. Okay. But this time around, I felt like Patrick C. I was like, hmm, there's some really cheesy part in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not just cheesy. Like, yes, it is cheesy. It's an overall cheesy movie. But just, like, the writing, the dialogue sometimes is just a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still really like it. I think it's a good um cult classic yeah pop culture thing to have in your back pocket um and it makes me kind of want to dance and have fun <laughs> mm-hmm. how about you andrew um i so this is my second time seeing it um i agree ever. with you ever um wow. i think the yeah i think the acting is you know it's a little stiff mm-hmm. um i think like especially the sister has some lines that kind of like it it feels like this is maybe her first time ever acting in certain yeah. ways. Um, but like it's, it's a very watchable movie. Mm-hmm. I was ready to sort of like make snide comments about it being a very white cast. But then like, as soon as I was about to say it there, like a black person shows <laughs> up on screen. I was like, okay, well there goes that. Yeah. So like there's like, comparatively to some movies we've talked about that have been made much more recently there's a very diverse cast in it it's just like mm-hmm. none of the main characters are people right. of color which whatever it's the 80s i'm not gonna it's the 80s and they're also in the 60s yeah. so i i sort of appreciate that i don't know that they tried that hard to have people sure. of color in it but the few people that they had they didn't like directly exclude people yeah. of color from and they it. had them in very specific roles like yeah. there's they're part of the staff and they're part of the gang of people that yeah. dance they just loosely. there's just no characters in the movie no, that are they don't talk um well but maybe the band leader oh yeah he has a few lines but yeah it's just and he dances yeah but so it was i was ready to like jump on that but it turned out to not be true so um but i it's i i was also like sort of you know i'm always on the prowl when we watch these movies for like some sort of problematic language yeah. or anything and you know there wasn't much of that either mm-hmm. so it was very that, that was also kind of reassuring to see um yeah i i think it's a fun movie like patrick swayze's a hunk in it and yeah. as much as you don't like jennifer gray she's also very pretty in it and like <laughs> Um, she looks like her husband. She looks nothing like Clark Gregg, her husband. Um, <laughs> which is a, I guess, a plus for her too. Uh, they're both very good looking. That's not a plus or a minus. They're both very attractive people. Um, Clark Gregg is a hunk. Um, and the soundtrack is great. I yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's like pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it's short. 
Yeah, that's it's only you know it's only a hundred minutes, which is like uh, I on my other podcast that seems like the other thing I bring up all the time is run times of yeah. movies. It's like the thing I'm obsessed with. So when something is under two hours, I am like, thank you, relieved. Yeah. Oh my god, thank no you. No matter so, if you like it or not, right? right. It's, yeah. It's just like you can feel the runtime. This one that is the brevity is its friend, mm-hmm. and I it's my friend too, and <laughs> I'm very happy to be friends with brevity. And yeah, I think it's really fun. Cool. Jerry Orbach plays her dad is great. Yeah, there's some good some good like nugget yep. um actors in it. Kelly Bishop doesn't have a lot to do in it, but like her lines are fun. You know, like in the end when it's a very, it's a very um Mrs. Gilmore esque. Yeah, when she's character. at the end it's when they're amazing. doing the dance scene mm-hmm. and Kelly Bishop says to her daughter, I think she gets it for me. It's yeah. like so funny. It's so cute. Yeah. Um she's yeah, very I, sweet. I think I would give it oh. hmm. Wait, I had one more question oh, before okay. you rate it. Okay, okay, okay. What were the circumstances of, circumstances of you watching it the first time? My wife got really mad at me that I had not seen it ah, and forced me to watch it. That makes sense. Yeah, because she loves. She also loves this movie. Yeah. Um, and she was alarmed to hear that I had not seen it, mm-hmm. and it had to be. A we sat down in your bonding and experience. We watched it. Good for you. Yeah. Do you feel a little stronger? Uh, a stronger connection to my wife now yeah. that I've seen it. Um, definitely. Okay, I definitely okay. get her a lot more. <laughs> and whenever she jumps at me, I now know Trying to catch to now I know now to, to catch her and not move out of the way. <laughs> no, my first my wanted. first instinct is to scream and run. And now I know to catch her. So that has been a that's been a big improvement. And that's why she dances with watermelon all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She runs now in the I door carrying three big watermelons and like She's expecting me to like get one from her, and I'm just like, you carry on friggin' watermelon. So <laughs> now I know better to at least pick yes. one. Um, out of five, big watermelons. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will give it three big watermelons out of five. Oh. Okay. I think it's yeah. I think it's a pretty fun, good use of your time. What about you? I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Three big watermelon and a half of a big watermelon and one cut in half yeah because you don't want to eat the whole you don't want to eat a whole watermelon by yourself opened up and ready to scoop out yeah a little spoon Mm. of delicious dirty dancing dirty dancing there's also not a lot of dirty dancing to be seen in this movie like in the beginning they they go to one of the cabins where where, like a bunch of people are grinding and dancing but that's like Mm -hmm. it for like actual like dirty i mean i guess in the in the eighties or in the sixties when this movie was set, what like you know them doing like the mamba I guess could have been considered dirty dancing. That's but what, like one of the fun parts of the movie is to also like the con that there's a whole scene where so the, yeah there's the whole concept of them just kind of dancing close and not not grinding like people grind now like there's no twerking or anything which like. I just think it's funny to see each generation is always more shocked sure. by the new generation's way of dancing. Yeah. And then at the end, the director even says it to the band uh, leader who's having like a good Great time. time. Yeah. And he's like, what? You you know how to dance? You know how to move to this kind of music? Uh-huh. It's just very like Elvis Presley. Like yeah. when people thought he was like the most obscene obscene yeah. performer ever yeah it's very weird and that now in the he's middle like of the one of the most known american artists yeah of it's all very time. weird that like during the middle of the dance scene michael j fox walks up to a microphone very sweaty and says your kids are gonna love it 
Anyways, uh, uh, so um, uh, that's a Back to the Future reference. Uh, I'm going to let you bathe in that. Yeah, you should let me bathe in that. That was bad. Um, anyways, Liza. Yes. Do you got do you got more questions for me? Pick up my brain. Oh my goodness. Oh it's my the flute. Goodness. It's time for the surprise prize. Surprise prize. This episode's surprise prize comes from me. What? And I have a question. Uh Uh-oh. The surprise prize question is, Liza, in high school, Mm. and you can be as uh, specific or as vague as you want about this question, Mm -hmm. what is an activity that you did in high school that people would be surprised to hear about? Oh, I'll give you my example. That my, they want my to hear about that. The, yeah, that they want one that they want to hear about, and you're willing to tell. Okay. Um, for me, me and friends, we were probably losers in high school. Like, okay. just didn't do cool stuff. Okay. One of the things that we would do I don't is think anybody does cool stuff in high school. Well, Let's just I, be I guess like c- compared to like you know we did, we were playing football this weekend and whatever. Yes. Okay. Um, we would walk alongside the train tracks up to Edmonds, which is like... From Ballard? From Ballard. Yeah, we would spend a day walking to Edmonds. That's so many miles. Yeah. And on then we tracks? Would, That's not even comfortable. No, it was really stupid. <laughs> I don't know why we did it, <laughs> but it just became this thing that we would do like once every couple weekends. We would just walk up to Edmonds along the train tracks. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know... Uh, how many years has it been since it's been in high school? So like, it's probably been like 18 years. Damn. So, and you would just like chit chat all the way to Edmonds yeah. and back. Mm-hmm. We would take the bus back. Oh, every day, not every day, but it would, it would Often? be like, yeah, like once a month or something. We would do that. Just out of boredom. Just out of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause we were no, like it, losers. Uh, like yeah. I said, like we just had nothing to do. And like one, you know, instead of like one of the many, days where we would just sit in our friend's room playing video games we just would decide to walk to Edmonds instead yeah um that is not unfamiliar i i mean i'm surprised that you have a story like that when like you lived in a big city yeah like to me from compared to where i grew up seattle is a big city mm-hmm. and that's the kind of shit that i grew up doing out of boredom like hey let's walk for miles for no reason to this place and like let's just go to this we're not talking about like the activity we're not picking the activity because of the walking we're, we're like we're gonna go to this thing and not we don't have any other mode of transportation than walking and right. it's a good day this then, was, yeah we're gonna do yeah, it yeah this is like pre all of us having like driver's licenses yeah. and being able to drive somewhere and also like the stuff that we would do otherwise would be like, like i said playing video games or like going to the mall like they're right. like we were kind of dumb kids so like as much as like in the city we have like museums and like very cool things to go see that are don't cost anything or are very cheap mm-hmm. we just never took advantage of stuff like that so instead we would make up our own time activities to do which included walking along the train tracks 
uh, trying to guess, like find a dead body, like in Stand by Me or something. And I <laughs> yeah, guess some really chipper fun stuff. Yeah, and that included walking to Edmonds. I guess. So. Oh my gosh! Did yeah. you ever find a dead body? Uh, I can't talk about oh it. Oh my god! Uh, no, we never did. Okay, good. Dig it. Dark turn. Yeah, that's yeah. I, that's what I wanted. That's why I started this <laughs> podcast. I need to talk to somebody about this. Um, for me, gosh, I I really I don't know. I feel like I just pour myself out all the time. That I don't. There's not much to. There's nothing to left to know. <laughs> um, I don't think everybody knows that I. Uh, one of my first jobs in high school was to work at McDonald's, but in France. I was actually like thinking about a way to like bring this up at some point, yeah. but like, yeah, that was your. Yeah, my my job. So it wasn't my very first job because my very first paid job that wasn't babysitting was in the u.s and it was at a movie theater okay but um my last year of high school in france i there were there were and still are two mcdonald's in my hometown and okay one one on the south end of the town and mm-hmm. one north, north end and south end one is just down the hill from where my uh, where i grew up where my mom lives uh uh-huh. Uh, and a few months before summer, like graduation summer. Yeah. And I was going to move to the U.S. the following fall, uh, like October or something. Uh, in spring, for some reason, a friend and I had, we made, we had put in our minds that we needed to find summer jobs during the spring before everybody else was going to get the jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. Have your summer job town. when summer starts. You're ahead of the game. Yeah, like like oh, there's all the good jobs are gonna go. Uh-huh. I don't know that it's that logical, but <laughs> anyway. So then we applied to a bunch of jobs, including McDonald's, and for some reason they picked me. So I started working there like in April, uh-huh. which was way before graduate, way before um, even like taking the test to graduate. Which like graduating high school in France is pretty intense. Like, yeah, the tests are pretty hard and a lot of people don't graduate because of that or you have to redo your last year okay Um, if you don't pass the test you have to do your whole last year again yeah wow yeah okay which is most uh actually through middle school and high school i don't know one person that grew up in france that didn't redo at least one year wow really yeah if you don't do well in france in school they make you redo an entire year through all middle school wow so like my all my siblings redid a year i redid the first year of high school so technically um uh instead of it should have been three years i still ended up doing four years Uh, so to be to be fair i um you get it's like you call it uh brought uh brought back no I don't. I yeah. I don't know. But like, there's a term here, and it happens very, very rarely in yeah. the U.S. It, Repeat, or it's it's like we've been pulled back, held back, held back yeah. a grade. Um, that usually means like you're also going to get tested for right. perhaps some yeah. other issues. If but. so, if those rules applied in the U.S., I would have also done my first year of high school over again because I failed. I think three classes in yeah. my freshman year of high school. Um, I was very depressed as a kid. Yeah. So like my freshman year, I failed, like just flat out failed three different classes. Mm-hmm. They would, yeah, they would because I would like, you that you need to I would it. like not go and like yeah. not do the work. Yeah. So like I just Which didn't. Is, like, and so I. That's what, a universal thing. Yeah. Like, 
all kids and so the the alternative for me was i could do summer school Mm -hmm. and just do those classes in summer and so yeah i i did three classes in summer school yeah which like i guess in france would have meant i would have had to have done that year again instead but here we have the option of doing school in the summer so yeah no uh french teachers will never work in the summer (laughs) fuck that are you kidding um so anyway um I so I got the job and I started in like uh, I want to say April or something of that okay. year and then that all the tests were in June and I and luckily I, I graduated I passed the test and and I just worked through the summer and then until I left like maybe a couple weeks before I was leaving I I quit or whatever like I, I had already told them that it was going to be temporary Sure Um so I worked there for like 5 months Uh-huh uh and it always makes people laugh that i worked at mcdonald's in france just because um i don't think people think about like american fast food yeah. in like french culture sure since french culture is known for like it's culinary yeah stuff. they think of like exquisite food and yeah. like you go to france and you're gonna have the finest food yeah. and then there's also a mcdonald's <laughs> yeah which is funny because actually mcdonald's in france is very expensive compared to like here it's 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 cheap really cheap yeah. and that's why it got so popular yeah and is still popular mm-hmm. one of the reasons yeah. um you can get a full meal in like five bucks or whatever yeah. here in france it, it's always been really expensive and it, um it's always like they also have like local recipes and seasonal recipes sure so like depending on which part of france you're at at Mm-hmm. and which part of the year you're at you're they're, they're gonna have like a local little sandwich sure um with like maybe some fancy cheese or yeah. like a ciabatta bread or sure. something which is so funny yeah to think about now they also serve beer um, really at mcdonald's in france you can only have it with a meal uh-huh you can't just like you can't just go and order a beer yeah. um and it's like can it's like a can of like i don't know like eight ounce sure of, 1664 so you don't go to you can't go to mcdonald's and just get like slammed drunk no but i I, there i have like multiple stories of dudes mostly dudes trying to do that Uh and show up and just drink beer and then i'd have to like tell them well you have to get a meal and sure and then get the manager to yeah tell them that because they wouldn't believe you and like all these things it's really kind of funny so I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I, so you, you know that. You also worked at McDonald's yeah, in France? Yeah, I also wor- I worked at the North, <laughs> the North McDonald's. Um, when, because I was a part of your hiring, the, t- the like interview team when you were hired at the toy store. Right. And I reviewed your resume mm-hmm. before you came in. Mm-hmm. And my first inkling of like, I think she'll be able to do well here was the fact that you worked at a McDonald's and I was like, oh my God. Really? I can't think of a, a job that prepares you for being underappreciated in customer service than food service. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you'd true. worked at a McDonald's, I was like, okay, she'll do like, she'll be able to handle most of the crap oh that happens God. here. Thank you. McDonald's. Thank you. McDonald's. Yeah. Without McDonald's, <laughs> I would have, I would have thrown that resume away. if McDonald's wasn't on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did not know. I mean, I, I put it there because it was experience that, and McDonald's is a very known brand and like everybody, right. you know, it's like very trans like versus like some random store in France. Also the, the header as well. The header picture on your resume was the McDonald's arch. Yeah. And a picture of you shaking hands with Ronald McDonald. So I think it was not just <laughs> like a part himself. of it. Yeah. It was a big part of your resume. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting time in my life. It was the first time that a boss made me cry. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was, uh, but also like. I think with that job is the closest thing to knowing what working at a restaurant or at a bar yeah. experience I will know um, because of the odd hours. Like they would stay, they would stay open. We, I think we'd close like during the weekend, we'd close at like 11 p.m. or something. Sure. And then you take like two, at least two hours just scrubbing the entire kitchen every wow. night. Um, and so if you're night, like an evening shift and you're staying to help out to clean and then you're there for like until one in the morning and then you kind of want to relax then you go hang out with your coworkers at someone someone's house that had an apartment sure so you go there and then you either you drink or you don't it's not even like a party it's just like trying to kind of decompress Unwind. and so a bunch a bunch of those people like go and so and then you're up until like four in the morning because your next shift is not until four in the afternoon so it doesn't fucking matter yeah and then you get in that weird loop of like night night owling, like yeah. you're on an opposite schedule than everybody else. And then it, so and I do, I did like having that experience. And at the time, I thought that was pretty fun. And yeah, um, it was also like brand, brand new people out of a small town, like friends that were not from school. They were like from a whole new circle that I made on my own. And sure. I think that was also like a good experience yeah i take that away as a plus um the boss making me cry not so much but, <laughs> that's horrible you know, it's, it's not nothing like as dramatic as maybe i'm making it sound sure it's just like i got really embarrassed by him being a dick to me yeah so yeah it's just like pretty straightforward everybody has had a boss like that yeah it's just like when you're 17 yeah or whatever it's just very um who am I kidding? It's especially I would jarring. cry also yeah. now if I was sure, there. but like yeah, I think as a seventeen year old, you're like <laughs> I don't know, not ready. Like you haven't had a bunch of bosses. Yeah, exactly. Done that and, to you when, yet. and then like being a condescending ass. Yeah, is always fun. So yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah, thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's funny that um you remember reading that on the resume that's so funny. it's my most distinct memory that i have <laughs> my wedding is second after reading your resume meeting scotty for the first time yeah Who cares? distant third <laughs> definitely the resume number one um well that'll do it for yeah. this episode cool thanks for listening thanks for listening everybody uh, if you feel so inclined go ahead and review us on itunes or on facebook we read them we do read them we read them if we if you write a good one we're gonna read it on air we'll read it on air and you can believe it then you'll know that we know how to read so <laughs> yeah. it will be proof for all of us it may be a text to speak uh, function on my phone that reads it out loud but shh, suspend your disbelief yeah but pretend it's me <laughs> it will sound like Andrew. Yeah. don't worry yeah. about it um and instagram facebook at Throwback to School. Yes. You know how to find us. Follow us. Love us. Love us. Okay. And share us. All right. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.